Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. going to start the episode laughing. This is going to be the most unprofessional episode we've ever done. Uh, this is after the 84th week. Uh, Sir Matthew Kayfabe, I almost <laughs> said your real name. Uh, Sir Matthew Kayfabe, and, I mean, that is your real name. Uh, I was, <laughs> was going to say, little, little of- everyone knows that I'm actually Jeffrey Epstein. So. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> That ought to get a couple more downloads on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the I'm the I'm Olivia Newton John's husband that went missing on the boat. Yeah, and that she it... feels so he, you feel safe to resurface now. Jesus, this got real dark really quickly. Uh, I'm David Gibson. That man giggling my stupid jobs at uh, jobs jokes is Sir Matthew Kafer. We're both uh, ludicrous, ludicrously. Uh, uh, loopy from tiredness so uh we're going to talk about the april 27th uh episode of nitro um i went to we've watched this twice each uh because we've had to reschedule the episode a couple of times due to covid and things like that um and i had this big long build-up i was going to do for dramatic effect uh, I think this might be the most disjointed, worst episode of wrestling I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a best. I don't have a worst. All of it is the worst. I just thought we could have a general chit-chat and then the the banner for this episode will be the worst episode of WCW, question mark. Yeah, so far this is absolutely the worst episode of WCW. Even the even the pre uh, NWO era where they were like still basically doing 1986 storylines and like Lex Luger was wearing that giant white blouse yeah. and and we had the Hulk going into the Dungeon of Doom's lair and stuff like that. The so I would much prefer to watch that than whatever this is. This feels like uh, cocaine and alcohol with the two writers on. Well, so this this was split into two episodes because of the NBA Finals, uh, which, you know, fair enough, these things are out of control. Like, you know, yes, I would have preferred to have watched uh, the Lakers and Sonics. But anyway, uh, the... Yeah, in 1990, 
I yeah. <laughs> this is the slow burn of the NW, uh, NWO uh, split, and it opens with Conan defecting, but they're all still NWO black and white. And then mm. at the end of the second episode, Conan is still helping out the NWO Hollywood because they're still all the same thing, despite like it is so uh, confusing. Like the one thing that wrestling should be is completely understandable by everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this was not. <laughs> no man, and like uh, the. I mean, I suppose it's over two nights, so it's kind of... This is like a precursor to Dynamite and Rampage where mm. you can hear people doing the calculations in their head of what day to say when they're cutting promos and stuff. Yeah. It's sort of a similar thing on on this. So we end up with like three... <clears throat> if you were there in person, you would have seen Jericho like four times. <laughs> you had two matches on the night. <laughs> and it, like, it feels like... Uh, it feels like they've got a skeleton crew wherever they are as well. I'm not sure yeah. whether it was like, oh, well, we're, you know, this is, it's it's going to be cut in half and no one will watch it, so fuck it, we'll just do whatever. It was like, mm. would, would a professional wrestling company just give up because they're... Well, there was always, there was all, the, I don't know if this is true or not, but the talk was always that when this kind of thing happened and ratings dropped... People like Hogan and and whoever else wouldn't work those shows. So then, when they came back and the ratings were up, they would you know claim credit. I doubt there was that much foresight going on. I think that WCW were like, we only have this many dates with these certain people, and we're not going to waste them on a show. Absolutely, no one's going to watch. Uh, it seems Scott Hall's in potentially rehab uh, at this point. I don't want to speculate, but I am. And Hogan's, Lord knows where Hogan is. But then Nash talks about, like, if if Scott, because I thought the same thing, if Scott Hall is in rehab, then Kevin Nash, who is supposedly his best friend in kayfabe and in real life, mm. is, uh, yeah, I saw him at the bar last night with a cocktail in his hand, his hair slicked back, he looked real good. Like, you know, yeah. I know it's a character or whatever, but. There's been plenty of times already where I've been like, Jesus Christ. Like, I know there's a lot of complaints about people being oversensitive. I feel like this is, you know, when a friend of yours is in rehab, maybe just don't (laughs) mention him at all. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I don't want to say that that wrestlers in 1998 were kind of uh, insensitive to uh, matters of addiction and uh, personal personal matters but uh it's it seems like at least kevin nash was yeah man it's crazy i but the nwa thing is is probably the the thing that i want to talk about the most because i mean everything else is we'll just quickly go through the cards. so chris jericho defeated chavo guerrero jr which was a fine match and then there's sort yeah, that of match Eddie, fine. They, they seem to be they kind of set up maybe that jericho and eddie will get into a feud at some point there the was cruise- one quite amusing bit where Eddie, like, so so Chavo pushes Jericho, who knocks Eddie over, then the, the end happens, uh, and Eddie comes in and gets in Jericho's face, and Jericho's like, no, nah, it was Chavo, and immediately Eddie's like, you piece of shit, Chavo, how dare you? <laughs> it, was, it was such good character work. And I was watching this at this point, and I was like, you got a Jericho promo before. I was like, this is great. 
And then we get another mm-hmm. Jericho match uh, the next night. And boy, is it the worst Chris Jericho match I've seen until pandemic era Fat Jericho on Dynamite. <laughs> pandemic era Fat Jericho. Yeah. Um, the, the, the storm the capital era of Chris Jericho. <laughs> where he was doing drone uh, drone promos at the Jericho <laughs> compound with <laughs> Matt Hardy. Remember when Matt Hardy's drone tried to... Oh, my God. Got killed was, by Jericho? Sadly, I do. <laughs> so that was fine. Goldberg uh, defeats Scott Norton, whatever. Um, and in the... Uh, I'm I taking will say, this... and that Goldberg... Uh, Goldberg. 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 Uh, Goldberg it's Goldberg. Uh, oh. uh, he, uh, he tapped out at one point. Scott Norton had him in an arm bar. And he starts like try- to try and get crowd reaction. He starts tapping the floor. <laughs> not since watching- not since Jade Cargill has someone been pushed, <laughs> <laughs> who's known as little about the sport that she's meant to be representing. <laughs> I'm pro Jade, but uh... no, I get um, I-, I get what they're doing with Jade. That's a bit harsh. She's better than Goldberg. Put it that way. <laughs> Although there are some moments with Goldberg here where. Because um, I feel like maybe, you know, everybody's hatred towards Bill now mm. uh, clouds our judgment on what a phenomenon he was back then. Like, mm. he's, there are still a couple of moments where I was like, oh, holy shit. Because in my head, he's a two move wrestler. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's got the jackhammer, he's got the spear, and that's it, right? Like, that was pretty much his two moves. But he's doing a little bit more than that. Like, there is some wrestling. Not much, but there is some wrestling going on there. Did you see the uh, the, the bit in the next night's match against us? I can't even remember who it was against. Jerry tries, Flynn. Uh, Jerry Flynn. They're running the ropes and he, Jerry Flynn tries to jump over Goldberg and nicks his leg and falls over. And Goldberg just stops and just stares at him and waits for him to recover. Because <laughs> he's clearly like, I don't know how to make this better for you in the context of professional wrestling. Yeah. So we're just going to have to start again. Yeah. Uh, But this is like, um, you know, I suppose this is why people hate green wrestling. Like other wrestlers hate working mm -hmm. with green wrestling. Like, you know, I I think um, I'm sure there were a lot of guys in the back who, you know, I've never... I've never really he- heard many of these WCW guys talk about Goldberg that much. Like either way, no. like I mean, obviously Bret Hart. <laughs> he's still fucking. He talked about Bill this week. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've got to get look. Everybody knows that Bret Hart is my favorite wrestler of all time. <laughs> but we genuinely need to get Bret some psychological help. He Brett needs is, to. Bret's gravestone is going to have all the people who wronged him. On it, and it will all be like kayfabe wrongs. Like prime, it'll be like Shawn Michaels for saying "sunny days," Vince McMahon <laughs> for screwing me out of the title that was mine. Goldberg, to be fair, for you know, causing a concussion that led to Vince a and Shawn were dickheads to him, uh, and Vince is a dickhead. So I can understand, <laughs> but I'm not coming on here to uh, defend Vince no, no, McMahon. That's what it sounds like. Uh, Staunch Vince McMahon defender, Sir Matthew Cape. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, there's a, there should be a betting market. Um, I mean, when you look at it, really, it was his money, so he could do whatever he wanted with it. 
and other such hot Twitter takes. <laughs> the uh, there should be a there should be a uh, betting market for the over under by WrestleMania <laughs> of how much money they're at of that they found of Vince McMahon paying off women for. That's various- a fucking great bet. Like, <laughs> what is it now? It's, it's nineteen million dollars. We covered this yesterday on the weekly show. All right, so five well, more million was found this week. It just all right. Like, I'm going to give you the over under, <laughs> and you can decide. So it's nineteen million now by WrestleMania. So we're talking will. April. Um, okay, so April 2023. Yep. So you've got you've got eight months. Do you think it is going to be a, over or under $38.5 million? Oh, over. Over. I could have said it, anything and because of your uh, particular interest in Vince McMahon being the worst. You'd be like, over. Uh, a billion dude, dollars. It's, been, it's got to $19 million in a month. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree that they're going to find another 19 so million. Yeah, so you've essentially just put another $20 million on that. They'll find that by my birthday, which is in three weeks' time, by the way. Anyone <laughs> want to send me a... <laughs> a Bret Hart uh, cameo? <laughs> yeah, uh, God, no, please don't. I want to have a happy day. Oh, they tell me it's your a sunny birthday. day. <laughs> I want to have a sunny day. <laughs> um, fuck, we've gotten so sidetracked. Yeah, oh, God, no, million, that, that'll be That'll just be from one year. It'll yeah. be from 2009. <laughs> yeah, the likelihood of him ending up in, uh, in uh, prison is probably starting to Harvey Weinstein up. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my Imagine God. Only how strong and power- bucks to get you a Bret Hart cameo for your birthday. Jeez, I'm going to get myself one. Um, uh, imagine how strong and powerful a company WWE would have been if Vince wasn't letting his, <laughs> if he didn't make his dick the uh, CFO of the company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I thought that was way funnier than it actually was. Um, <laughs> So well, it's this, just because it's sort of sad because it's it's uh, it's true. I can get you a hacksaw Jim Duggan one for a hundred and five dollars. Um, sorry, I know you get a, I know you bag out hacksaw. I, do, I just want to let you know that he's just recovered from cancer, so maybe well, maybe, best, maybe let him best. off the hook for a second, <laughs> just in case. One better than than Olivia Newton John. <laughs> he got to ring the bell and everything. It was on Instagram. I got a bit misty eyed watching it. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you ring the in the states. They ring the bell when you're all clear, when you're in remission or whatever. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, know there's that. this tradition in the states that when you go into remission at, at uh, cancer treatments, you ring a bell. <laughs> I don't know where it's come from, but anyway, it's it's great for Instagram. I'm sorry. This so this episode of uh, of Nitro really sucked. Chris Jericho had a bad match. Goldberg had some really bad matches, mm-hmm. but. If you were to uh, be like, oh, I really like uh, WWE superstar The Primate, who I've never heard of, for $56, I could get him to get you a best, uh, happy birthday thing. Who is The Primate? Uh, he looks like a creator wrestler. He's older, bald, with a beard, and has uh, tattoos on one arm and lots of muscles. Kevin Owens is three hundred and fifty bucks. That's uh, right. He's a uh, he. He is on NXT UK Primate. Ah, uh, the Primate. Oh, well, that would be good. Uh, are you a fan <laughs> of Happy Corbin? Uh, I mean, I haven't hated. There are some promos of his I haven't hated. 
290 bucks. Oh, Theory's it's $480 more than Bret Hart. <laughs> wow. I think we know why that. Paco Bordreau refers to himself as a wrestling icon, and he's only $112. Well, he's all uh, elite as of five hours ago, so. Oh, really? That'll push his money up by 15 bucks. The uh, Brody King for 70 bucks. That's pretty sick. I know. I think I'm actually going to get you some of these. These are elite. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do we have, um, I mean, how much is Dan Housen? $7,000? Mick Foley's 175 Kurt Angle's 105 bucks. Can Kurt lift a phone these days, though? Yeah, look, I'm, it, you know, he certainly can't. Yeah, I, I you know, Nick Gage for 50 bucks. Man, I don't know if I want Nick Gage to have any of my details. <laughs> Dan Housen is $112. Is that all? Darby Allen's $140. Is oh Darby Allen worth more or less than Dan Housen? He's worth more but uh, at the moment, but probably in the long term, they'll be the same. Uh, Tito Santana, $35. Bucks. It's Mate. basically free. Mate, I loved Tito Santana when I was a kid. <laughs> Arne Henderson, $140. Could get him to remember when Arne Henderson cut that insane promo about <laughs> having just a gun? about to say the same thing. <laughs> and then like for three weeks there was Arn Mania. Like people of <laughs> people wearing t-shirts that had Arn and a Glock on it and stuff. Like what a completely fucking cooked thing to have happened. Like he was like, I would kill that person. Yeah, if someone was going to steal my car. Wasn't it something along the lines of, like, if someone was going to yeah. steal my car, I would be an American about it and pull out my clock. <laughs> it was fucking mental. Sandman for 46 bucks. This is a man, I just want to get back to Arm for one second. This is a man who has shown barely any emotion for 45 years on television. And then as <laughs> soon as you bring up petty crime, we jump immediately <laughs> to murdering people. You know what's crazy? So they post, they have the reviews publicly. Lanny Poffo, leaping Lanny Poffo. Oh, the smartest is, man alive. Yeah, is uh, $70, but he's got 66 reviews. So people are like, oh, no, I want to. Lanny Poffo famously can suck his own dick. So maybe it's actually kind of worth the 70 bucks, I guess. <laughs> That's why they call him the smartest man alive. <laughs> Damien Sandow, thirty-five bucks. Oh, mate! I, I uh, finally a couple of weeks ago, and I, I don't talk, like talking this way about promotions, but I finally gave up on NWA. Wow! Two or three That's, weeks ago, it's huge. Well, they've actually started to get some people in, like from the old Ring of Honor, like a, a better roster than they had. But I just mm. can't. I just—they've got Austin Idol on commentary. It's. Uh. I mean, the, it's real bad. That means this is now the second time that you've stuck with something that Billy Corgan's done for a little bit too long. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A... Swan and uh, NWA. <laughs> oh, God. One of our really early episodes has a really long digression into Swan. Uh, Swan, big Mer- yeah, we're big Mary Star of the Sea guys. Max Caster's are <laughs> uh, two hundred and eighty bucks, and I was like, that seems expensive, but I think he raps, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I mean that's. You wouldn't want like if you if you got a cameo for Max Caster and he didn't go, yo yo listen, yeah. you would be like, uh, I want my money back immediately. Swerve Strickland eighty four bucks. That feels cheap for Swerve. Wow, you know what's expensive? 
Buff Bagwell for $350. Nah, you can go fuck yourself, Buff. That is uh, that is a phenomenal amount of money for someone who Buff is... Buff is not the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, uh, we can talk some WCW <laughs> stuff for a second. <laughs> I was watching... <laughs> I, this might be our worst episode, but it's the most fun I've ever had. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the I watched Thunder. So what's oh. the thunder that's on the network before this nitro? Just for because I don't have a life, mm. and it's the thunder where uh, Bagwell uh, breaks his neck. Ah, oh. and yeah. it's actually terrifying to watch. It's actually an awful, even though I know the outcome. Like it's so, um, like yeah. uh, it, it's it's it awful to watch. And then Tony and like because they they're live and they keep like. <laughs> they can't cut. It's Rick but they Steiner, don't know isn't what's it? happened. Yeah, but it was no one did anything wrong. It was just a it was just a freak accident yeah. the way he landed. Like he actually sort of landed into his own body. Like he he hit his head on Steiner's head and then went backwards mm. and then kind of broke his own snapped his own neck. It's really bad. But like you can hear like through the effects, Mike, he's like, I, I can't, I can't feel my legs, and then he like starts screaming it. And oh. It's like, it's really Fuck. bad. And then like, uh, the brain has completely. He stepped out of kayfabe. Like he's not mm. doing his gimmick anymore. He just gets up from the desk and walks off. Oh, Shivani does to go and check to see if Bagwell's all right. Um, and, and Shivani's doing like. <laughs> You know, he's like, not just I, so disgusted that he's like, no, fuck this, I'm leaving. <laughs> no, but it's like Tony has to pad for like 50. It goes, it's a good 15, 20, 25 minutes where they're like, because oh, wow. doctors are going in and like making sure that he's stable and because he's like, I can't feel my arms and legs. So they're immediately like, oh, well, it's a spinal injury. And Well, it's, it's good to know fucked. that he, uh, you know, he got it back together you know, got his wrestling career together and now is a male prostitute in Las Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) Join the next generation of fantasy football with Rainmakers Football. They're... First ever NFT fantasy game from DraftKings. It's the only NFT fantasy game licensed by the NFLPA. Now you can play all season for millions in prizes by building the ultimate NFT franchise. Right now, everyone can get their full roster starter pack for free. Playing Rainmakers is simple. You can buy, sell, bid, and win player card NFTs of the biggest names in the game through regular drops and auctions on DraftKings Marketplace. Craft lineups of athletes from your NFT collection and earn points for touchdowns, receptions, and more, just like daily fantasy football. Uh, build your NFT franchise and enter free Rainmakers football contests all season long to compete for millions. Paul, that's millions in prizes. Millions. Get into it. The next generation of fantasy sports is here. Download the DraftKings Daily Fantasy app now. Sign up with promo code TPPN. Click the Rainmakers tile and opt in to get your first card free. Plus, play for millions in prizes all football season while building the ultimate NFT fantasy franchise with the Rainmakers football. That's promo code TPPN. Build, play, win. Only at DraftKings. 
Contest entries depended on type and number of NFTs held. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. It can work out for you as well. Yeah, he's living his best life. Um, I've got a, did, I've got a WCW related question for you. Mm-hmm. On cameo, how much is? <laughs> how much would you pay for Kevin Nash? I feel like Kevin would charge quite a bit. If Bagwell's going for three fifty, I feel like Nash would be like five hundred. Bagwell's going for three fifty, and Kevin Nash is going for a hundred and sixty. What? Yeah, th- there is no. Uh, like, you'd think that there would be some kind of quality control where people are like, oh, come, come on, man. Like, but they're MJ, setting their own prices, right? Missy Hyatt is $37, which uh, there's probably jokes to be made there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Christopher Daniels, $42. What a weird price. What's the $2 for? <laughs> what makes it worthwhile also that's the same as tom campbell from coldaholic oh really yeah i mean tom's probably the second most third most popular one on coldaholic <laughs> as popular as christopher Is adam Petrati on there i don't Hello, know i'm adam Petrati from coldaholic <laughs> they seem to have no uh it's, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to our listeners. I hope this There's is no as rhyme interesting to you as uh, this is guys, to me. Guys, seriously, this is much more interesting than if we were talking about the fucking episode. Yeah. Um, the only interesting thing really is <laughs> the, the Brett. So Brett Hart is teasing uh, that he's going to let us know why he oh, turned on Rowdy Roddy so Pyle. What a fucking terrible piece of booking. I mean, besides besides all the matches, like pretty much all of the matches are shit. Like, is mm-hmm. there anything on this? I suppose Booker T and Eddie was okay for the television. But hold on. So uh, Bret Hart teases that he's gonna that he's gonna tell us the next day on why the he first turned. episode. So yeah, so on the first hour it's like tune in tomorrow because I'm definitely gonna tell you what happens. And then he comes in you don't <laughs> see him at all for the rest of for the second hour. And then they, they have the main event. They have Lex Luger, Sting, and the Giant versus Brian Adams, Conan, and Scott Steiner, which is where all that NWO fucking craziness is going on because Conan is still wrestling for NWO Hollywood, <laughs> even though he's just at the beginning of the first hour, he's no come out to be part of Wolfpack, right? And then I'm like, oh, like... Did the, there were people leaving. Like, at the end of that match, I could see people walking up the aisle, and I was only paying attention because I was like, when is Bret Hart coming out? And he comes out, there's 3 minutes 17 seconds left in the episode, which is not good. It's like, okay, well, this is... But this might be... I use this example a lot of, like, a high school drama class where uh, if you went to a boys' school like I did, a lot of scenes ended with people just beating the shit out of each other for no reason. <laughs> and and this, that's what happens here. That Bret Hart's about to tell the world why he's with Hulk Hogan, why he turned on Macho Man and and Rowdy Roddy Piper, and then Macho Man comes out and hits Bret just as he's about to tell 
not just the world, but also Macho Man, <laughs> why he turned on him. Surely Macho Man could wait 40 seconds to hear what Brett's going to say and then beat the shit out of him. In fact, you know, I'm, I'm, I've only been published a couple of times as a writer, <laughs> and and uh, um, I would say from my very limited experience that the motivation for Macho would make more sense if he had heard why Brett had turned on him. <laughs> and then he would have more motivation to hit Brett rather than just hitting him before he found out the reason that he had fucked him over, if that makes sense. Well, I think it's a great example of the fact that there is no reason why Bret Hart, that, like there was no, uh, there was no reason. <laughs> I don't for think Bret they've, Hart. they haven't made it up yet, right? No, that's exactly right. And, and, and <laughs> it was, it was stupid and bad at the time. <laughs> Uh, much like I imagine the kind of people who spend $420 getting a Scarlet Bordeaux uh, cameo. Because uh, well, I tell you that's what. just $300 of that is the hotness tax. Like, she's a very oh, attractive lady. Come on, 350 is. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'd I be mean, more she concerned. Did, she did some okay stuff in NXT. She wasn't awful. <laughs> yeah, all right. Is this where we find out? You're like, well, I get one every payday. Uh, just to you know, say congratulations on another week. Uh, you've done a good job. Uh, I just, I just admire her husband's politics. That's all. <laughs> well, Taylor Hendricks uh, from Impact Wrestling is only fourteen bucks. Fuck! Um, I bought an Impact Wrestling pay per view yesterday, literally out of like, ah, I'll give you thirty bucks. <laughs> Listen to these. Re- so Braun Strowman's reviews. First of all, the kind of lunatic that spends two hundred and ten dollars, and he's got a limited amount. So there's only three cameos left that he's doing. But listen to this. Thank you so much for my for the birthday shout out for my hubby. He's missed you in the ring so much, and getting that brightened his day. Oh, well, that's that's actually kind of sweet. I mean, no, your, your husband is a lunatic, and you have to leave him immediately. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, she's obviously a very nice wife. That's what I was thinking. It's like, oh, what a sweetheart. But your husband is insane and doesn't know anything about wrestling. Oh, I'll tell you what. The kind of people that are spending 105 bucks on Marty Skrull. Uh, th- this man, who uh, I think his name's Daniel, uh, absolutely surpassed my expectation, made my wife stay. Thank you. Yeah, Marty Ooh. Skrull, whose wrestling moniker actually became a self-fulfilling prophecy. That's true. It's one of the few wrestlers that have actually managed to do that. So well done, Marty. Like, just imagine the kind of like fucking like some of these people. Would you actually so... get a cameo from a wrestler? Like, I, I think, I think if uh, you let me think. I mean, if you got one from Shawn Michaels, you'd be chuffed, right? Well, I think the thing is, well, okay. CM Punk. I think there's if a CM different Punk, thing, right? Like, if, if CM Punk wasn't CM Punk and he was doing cameos, and mm. you got a cameo from CM Punk, you would be like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Oh, look, like if if it was my birthday and some friends put in and got me, uh, I'm trying to, I'm I'm scrolling down, but and it got me a <laughs> got me a Hikaleo. <laughs> no, it got yeah, yeah Hikaleo is kind of cool, but I would be like. You shouldn't have spent money on a Hikaleo. <laughs> That's a, that feels like the Nana present where she gets you <laughs> Captain Russia when you wanted to really when you really wanted a Captain America doll. Yeah, that is. I mean, look, like you know, if you, if 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 people put in and got me David Otunga for seventy six bucks, I'd be like, 
oh yeah, that's like that's a sweet thing, and you're acknowledging something <laughs> I like. Thank you. But it's the people who get them. Like, how, how many of these people are like getting them? Like Devon Dudley. Let's let's have a little click on Devon. Uh, Devon, thank you so much for my son's video. Uh, so this these are all. Oh, yeah, here we go. Amazing. The message brightened my life so much. Such kind and genuine words for a lifelong fan. Like, what kind of a person's like, I don't know if I like anything enough to be like, I'm going to pay you 76 bucks to acknowledge me via the internet with a 30-second yeah. clip. Yeah, if someone else did it for me, I would be chuffed. Like, I would be blown away. And, mm. like, because I'm such a fucking mark, there'd be, like, <laughs> 60 different wrestlers that I would be like, oh, cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but if I, there's no way I would buy one for myself because it just cements how sad your fandom is, right? Like, you don't even have a friend who <laughs> buys it for you. You've got to go to... <laughs> You've the... got to go to Lex Luger and be like, hey, man, can this you send is... me a message on the internet to tell me that I'm cool? This is my dark side of the ring where I just like, <laughs> I talk to the to the men who book like all of the ones. Like, actually, It's the we... men for like Velvet Sky who are like, you never let your fans down, Velvet. Thank you so much above and beyond. And it's like you, you're a you're a predator. Like you are, a, you are a hundred percent the dangerous kind of person that uh, shouldn't never, be left alone. I never miss an episode of Empowered. Like imagine, like if I'm like, hey mate, happy birthday! I uh, I got you uh, this Stevie Richards character. Uh, <laughs> Listen to this. Thank you, Stevie. I'm happy to see you're doing well. I remember the days when you when you were in ECW. It's like, yeah. Obviously, you do. <laughs> if you were buying that cameo and you were like, oh, no, I'm just a big right to censor guy. <laughs> yes, Stevie Richards was in uh, right to censor. Fucking hell. I really like when he, you know, when he sort of jobbed out for five to six years in WWE. Oh, uh, that's man. A- Have you, um, speaking of uh, old factions, uh, do you get a touch of. Uh, Parker Bordeaux's new faction being the oddities of AEW. Oh, I haven't watched. I'm like two episodes of Dynamite behind. Uh, well, once I'm you out. get up to Parker Bordeaux and um, I can't even remember who else is in the faction, but when, once you see the four of them together, tell me you don't have real <laughs> the oddities <laughs> of vibes coming up. I look um, forward to it. Have we talked about everything in this episode? <laughs> this is the worst episode of this is the worst episode of WCW we've watched. Yeah, this is really bad. Uh, let's quickly let's quickly go to uh, to what was on. Uh, what Man, was on? This might be more. this might be the first time I say WWE. Well, you'll be saying WWE after I spent twenty eight dollars to get you a Shannon Moore. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know who Shannon Moore is. He's <laughs> he was in TNA. He was friends with the Hardy Boys. Actually, you would know him from oh, he, Matt Hardy's friend. <laughs> yeah, he got he got absolutely buried. He was in WWECW, and CM Punk walked past him and he had a mohawk. And CM Punk was like poser, and that was sort of his big moment in uh, the WWE. Was when CM Punk was like, "What the fuck?" Buried him with one word. <laughs> yeah, that was. 
Make sure you're on Phil's good side is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. So we've got Ken Shamrock and Owen Hart versus Mark Henry and The Rock. WWE. Yep. Uh, it's, <laughs> uh, that match went for one minute and 45 seconds and ended in a no contest. So uh, This is happening a lot. At this point, right? Like, well, everything wait till you is... get to the next match, which is okay. the Headbangers versus Terry Funk and Two Cold Scorpio that went for three minutes and 15 seconds and ended in a no contest. Right. And then the next match, uh, Bradshaw defeated Jeff Jarrett in one minute and 15 seconds by disqualification. Uh, <laughs> so that's the first three matches. Then we've got Eight Ball and Skull, the Disciples of the Apocalypse, versus mm-hmm. the New Age Outlaws. They beat them. Uh, the Undertaker defeated Barry Windham in 59 seconds. Uh, Steve Austin, the world champion at this point, went 8 minutes 40. Uh, the match ended in a no contest uh, oh God. against Goldust. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. And then uh, the LOD 2000 defeated the New Age Outlaws, who were wrestling for the second time by disqualification. Oh, man. That sounds. That sounds as bad as this fucking piece yeah. of shit over here. It uh, it really sounds like re- I, I was like really excited because I was like, this is going to be the only chance we're going to have of getting you to say that WWE <laughs> was better. Well, you know, Triple H is booking now, so I've I've relented a little bit. Um, this was bad. You know what? I did like the Hoover to um. Kidman mm. match, even though they mm. only went for four minutes, it did bring waves of nostalgia back when I was watching mm. the two of them wrestle. And I was like, oh, it's only six months until we get proper Kidman, like the, you know, the jean shorts and wife. Uh, well, not, I don't think even that term anymore. The uh, white singlet. <laughs> yeah. There was a there was a person in a sign uh, with a sign that I think is makes the show worth it. Um, it was... Fear Chris Benoit, and I was like, "What a prescient sign!" Mm, that was, was his like, wife. It's good advice. That sign up and... <laughs> I was like, "That's just a sensible sign." Um, yeah, this is prescient. I mean, nothing to fan- fear now. Is uh, he's you know what we haven't spoken about? I can't believe we haven't spoken about this because I feel like this is the kind of thing that would piss K Fape off. Just his very presence on the show <laughs> is Marty Janetti losing to. Oh. Saturn. <laughs> and it's such a he drops an elbow at one point and misses him by like oh, it by is two meters like it's the worst flying elbow of his life and he's still dressed like a fucking rocker like he's it's still so weird there's no there's been no character to, I, I must have gotten SummerSlam or well, SummerSlam '86 where the Rockers wrestled the Heart Foundation I'm pretty sure '87 it's a great match. Uh, Someone will correct me. It's probably 88 or 89. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's like 10 years later mm. and he's still wearing the exact same ring attire and doing the, like. I reckon there's a really. And then he really... did a job. Like he did a job. <laughs> yes, to Saturn. Like I there, there was a part of me that was really sad watching this where I'm like. Uh, and knowing but where it worry, goes. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's heading towards Buff Bagwell territory, but worse. Um, <laughs> the. Uh, the, the I reckon there's a really good uh, angle where like a long term tag team ba- breaks up. Like remember when they, so they did the New Rockers uh, 
and had uh, Al Snow and Marty Janetti mm. with the new Rockers. Um, same outfits, same. It's just they didn't have Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Like there, there is a, like, AEW should break up a tag team and just to call them, you know, the new Jurassic Express. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's like some. And then have uh, Garrison, what's his name? Griff Garrison is. Yes. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's Jungle even Boy. better. <laughs> and just doing the exact thing. Like, that's a great, that's a great gimmick. Yeah, if you're him, doing it tongue in cheek. Call him Jungle Kid. <laughs> and then just <laughs> have him come out to the same song, everything. <laughs> have Jim Ross bring a new Luchasaurus in like he did with uh, Razor Ramon and Diesel. Oh, God. Don't. Why did you bring up Jim? I was, I was in such a good mood. We'd had such a good chat and then you reminded me Jim Ross exists. I fucking lost it again. I can't wait to do when Jim Ross dies. We're gonna we, all of us will do you, me, Paul. We'll all do like a, a big memorial episode, and it's just as you screaming in the background. <laughs> like Damien hasn't had a drink in seven years, and he's I actually at- said something nice about him yesterday on this week's episode, <laughs> where I was like, he did. Uh, uh, if you haven't watched, maybe I don't want it. That's all right. That's you know. Do you know there was a big return this week? Do you know who it was? Oh, Sam Punk. Yeah, uh, right. from yeah, uh, Phil Brooks from the wrestling. Yes, <laughs> from yeah, <laughs> Phil. Uh, so he returned, uh, pretty big moment, and he did escalate that moment because it was a real. He gave it the real stone cold <laughs> treatment, like Sam Punk, by God, Sam Punk, and it really fucking elevated the moment. Right, having him work, we had to wait two and a half years for him to fucking. Like two and a half years of whinging of him week in, week out for him to elevate one moment, which, and I was like, yeah, fucking Matt's right. Like he should just be there for the bit. He should be there for the, when they know there's going to be a big moment, a big match, the wheel out JR and let him do those. And then the rest of the time, let the other three. Anyway, Matt is right. You are right. Um, Well, this is the most herky jerky punk rock all over the place episode we've ever done this. But we could, uh, look, maybe we should give the guys who've gotten to this point an apology. We could not bring ourselves to talk about this fucking episode. (laughs) (laughs) I think people are now like, they're like, oh, well, sorry, I I tuned out because I went to get myself a Parker Bordeaux uh, cameo. (laughs) Yeah, we might become uh, cameo uh, spokespeople. Oh, imagine. Um, All right, well, let's leave it there. Hopefully the next episode. I did have a quick uh, flick through because you know you have to go backwards to get to Mm. the episode and i saw some Wolfpack uh t-shirts i saw an ultimate warrior still i saw some things oh, that are God, that's so it's gonna be so bad i love it <laughs> it's but if it's this bad you know you we might end up being like oh fuck all right let's just skip to 2000 and see if this is any better like i feel like <laughs> let's get to the new blood we'll do six months of content and then be like i can't watch any more of this man and then take yeah. six months off and then skip to the next six months <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually just be like do you want to just do acw instead and then we'll end up doing that <laughs> yeah that, remember when we liked that show <laughs> All right, well, thanks, man. We'll be back uh, next month with another episode of uh, after the 84th week. Hopefully the next episode's a little bit more enjoyable to watch and we can go through it in a bit more detail. But, um, yeah, that's on Eric Bischoff. Yep. Goodbye. See ya. (laughs) 